big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Welcome to Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're going to get to the throngs of comics flooding in the door here to work on their new material. Hope I didn't scare them off today with my love of the Swiss. Why would I be so excited about the Swiss? I've caught World Cup fever, baby. I got a fever and the only cure is more hot millennial men actually making their goals. Yes, they're scoring goals. Oh my God, penalty kicks. It's all about the keeper, Jon Sommer. Uh, we're going to be listening to traditional Swiss music in the fills today for the joke workshop. Hey, please remember, sets are four minutes long. At three minutes, you'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. Hey, new comics, that's a great way to figure out what a minute feels like. And uh, you can do that here on the joke workshop every Monday from six to eight. So again, uh, we're going to be doing four minute sets and then we have four minute commentary by our throngs of comedians that will be coming their commentary tonight and I heard that Kabir Singh is going to be in the house as a special real comic and it's like a headliner travels around the entire United States I think he's even been on some of those big shows on the networks and the whatnots anyway so remember when you give people comments um, make the bread taste good when you feed them the shit sandwich a nice toasted brioche bun on top maybe some mayonnaise in the middle there you put the shit in the middle and then you toast it off a little bit with a little bun on the bottom and uh, make it palatable for everybody. We're trying to be kind. We're trying to help people here in the Joke Workshop. Until we get started, please enjoy the amazing dulcet tunes of traditional Swiss music. Switzerland playing Sweden tomorrow. Tall white men versus tall white men. All of them gorgeous. Running around, some of them are there are black people. There are black people on the Swiss team, and we've been sitting there like, "There's black people in Switzerland. There's black people everywhere." <laughs> like we're confused. Um, but anyways, it's gonna be great fun tomorrow, 7 a.m. So uh, go Switzerland, Batman and Treeman together. Uh, we'll be back with some jokes here on Joke Workshop. <laughs>
are you enjoying the traditional Swiss music? <laughs> Seriously, we have to wait for a couple more comedians to come because otherwise we don't like have a quorum to, you know, critique each other. It seems more like insanity at this point. But 30 minutes of sets. Yeah, we just, I mean, we, we can all just talk about comedy if you want to talk about comedy. We can keep listening to Swiss music. I didn't know if today would be, if there would be people here or not. Like, I'm like, okay, I was it, did I piss everybody off by comparing them to the awesome Swiss soccer player saying, like, come on, losers? Nobody, they're gonna, we'll listen to some more Swiss music and hopefully. They all come flooding through the doors.
Papa, 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 Doesn't it make you want to like dip dip bread into some fondue or some shit? Like, like uh, is that what they do? That they do fondue with the Swiss? Uh, hey, I don't know what did we. We should get at least one more comedian before we start, unless unless Matthew Quirk, you just want to like talk about stuff. Should we just podcast? Come on in. Hey, other comedian guy who's new, come on in. Come on in. Pull up a seat. Pull up a chair. We'll talk about stuff, comedy stuff. There's microphones. All right. Uh, My hot. Yeah, we're. You're hot, Matthew Quirk. You're so hot. That, thank you. And we also have new Ta-ta. comedian. Uh, what's your name? Tell us who you are. Sergio. Sergio, welcome, Sergio. Thank Joke you. workshop. I promise. Usually, there's tons of comedians that are super excited about talking about their jokes and new material or whatever they're doing. You might be a victim of the holiday. What's oh, yeah. the holiday? Fourth July Fourth. Yeah, but that's like Wednesday. Yeah, oh, yeah, but people might take the whole week for it because it's like. Why well, go to work for like a day? I mean, it is World off, Cup, and then day. Then there is that. Maybe they're off for World Cup. There's, there's no World Cup on Fourth of July. I was excited about that. I was like, ooh, I can get some laundry done. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Possibly. What are you guys doing for Fourth of July? Do you have any special plans that I can hone in on? <laughs> I'll be in New York. You're going to New York? Yes, I leave Wednesday morning. You have family in New York? I'm going to a wedding in Pennsylvania, but I'll do New York, and I want to check out some open mics and comedy shows while I'm there. Awesome. Where in Pennsylvania, if I may? New Hope. But by the time I'm done, there will be no hope there. There will be no so, hope yeah. left yeah. in New Hope. I don't know anyone at the wedding party other Old than the bride. Old Hope. You're good friends <laughs> with the bride. She's my first cousin once removed. What and I told her, I'm bringing my blue sweater shoes. I want to make it rain. Oh. So I'm excited about entertaining a bunch of people that I don't know. Um, is she going to do a money dance? I don't know what she's doing, but I'm definitely going to hit the floor. I got yeah. my pants fried, blue stripe, uh, suit, bow tie. I'm mm. ready to go. Going to make them dance. Yeah. Crack some jokes. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was wondering if you were gay, but then you said bow tie. 
Uh, well, bow tie. <laughs> it takes a real man to wear a bow tie. It and does, it's not it's, a clip-on. It's, it's, I actually know how to tie the knot. It's very prevalent <laughs> in, in gay fashion. Oh, it is? Oh, in look my, at that. Maybe opinion. Matthew's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> in honor does, of Pride, are you taking this aware. opportunity? <laughs> he does, he does uh, wear roller skates all the time. So you do? Is, what are does, roller skates as in like when you're Like as out? in four wheels. Like oh, he's that is like, gay. Do, 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 do. He can do that all the moves. That is gay. He can spin around. He can do the front thing, the back thing. He can like walk backwards like he's walking but he's in one place there you go wow look at that many talents yeah he's yeah. getting it gotta have hobbies got it yes <laughs> <laughs> would you uh so that's that's a, that brings would you consider comedy a hobby uh hmm. or do you want to make it a life choice is uh, personally it a, for me i want to pursue it and see how far i can go with it is it a sickness or is it a hobby or is it a life choice <laughs> Those are three interesting options. You can observe all of those qualities in the comedy community, I think. There are definitely people who treat it like an addiction. Mm. And uh, there are people who treat it like work. And people who treat it like fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's all those things. Also, depending on the day, you may be addicted to it. You might want to quit it. You might want to do... So, it changes. Yeah. 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 Right now, I think for me, it's just understanding it. I love the storytelling element. Of a set, so I'm just in awe of that. When someone can tell a story and and then it's funny and the punchline comes in and I see the structure, I'm like, oh, that impresses me a lot. But you are already seeing the structure of things, like yes. Have you always been like a big reader or part like a fan of literature or? I'm I'm a big observer. Observing. I mean, in kindergarten, my teacher wrote on my report card keep an eye on Sergio he's very observant I will see things that most people just don't see and now I'm just noticing them and actually making comments typically Mm. I just see it I'm like whatever it does nothing to do with me but now I'm like oh body language eye movement interesting something's going on there Mm. so now it's like that's what you do as a comic actually just pay attention yeah so I just find myself writing things all the time today I saw a guy at the gym Popping a pimple at the gym, Ooh. and I just wrote a note. Pimple Ooh. on the on the mirror. Did on the it mirror. Squirt on the mirror. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't look that long, but yeah. I'm like, dude, what's going yeah. on? Mm. It's tough to stare too much at the in, in the locker room at the gym. Well, yeah. when I used you to, you sort of notice that hey, they're doing that, and then you get to your business. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I used to be a dancer, and when we'd be stretching, like in the splits and stuff, I'd always like pick up my little ingrown leg hairs absolutely but we were all in dance class and you're already like down by your knee and no one's your totally head's different. already if you're really stretching your head's already at your knee anyway so you really shouldn't be looking at anything <laughs> but I'd be like scratching and doing a little bit like gotta get that off ah. but that is I mean so you work out at a gym yes I used to be a personal trainer oh my god so I've seen a lot you of you could do a whole set on pers- being oh, a personal oh are you kidding trainer. yes like it's so funny because that's basically saying okay so I'm not gonna like put down your ex-profession or whatever but um, people with like diligence and vigilance and and I don't know integrity don't need a personal trainer you just do it yourself uh, no I would disagree with that you just like make yourself do 20 push-ups and you just make yourself run up the hill this, and you just make yourself this keys into my we're actually social pack animal type things that it's so much easier I mean I go to the gym and I'm like I kind of can't wait to leave <laughs> and uh, but when I played sports like I'm into it yeah you know I will 
full throttle sprint after that ball. But, but that's I competitive can, nature. So well, it's the, the idea that like so like if you're with a crew, that's why they have like running groups and workout groups, and CrossFit has like team th- and boot camps because it's like the social pressure of like why are you not doing the push-ups you're supposed to be doing right now? You know why are you? Not focused. Where? Why are you not inspired? And it's like the social pressure does, because you know you should be. But we're not just like independent individuals that can hyper focus and totally motivate and go full tilt sprint on the fucking machine. You know, it's just not. It's not as easy as that. I mean, there's that should be. That's very puritanical. I'm more into the team aspect of it. I, I find it so much more helpful. I am saddened by your mediocrity. I was, I was a ballerina for 23 years, and you learn how to discipline yourself, and you get it done. What like, percentage but, but of women are ballerinas? Yeah, ballerina. I mean, you have to be a machine to be a ballerina. And also, to his point, we naturally want companionship. So that is just an, that's inherent. Like mm. we all come with that. I'm sure being mm. a ballerina, you could do what you need to to become better. But if you didn't have a group there, uh, a coach, uh, backup dancers to make everything look good, it would have not worked out as well. So you may have that natural desire, just like we did. We came here to try and work on our jokes. Not to say that all the other comics that aren't here that are lazy or whatever. They are yeah. lazy. They are I mean, not maybe they are. They're they just are at other. They're yeah. doing open mics. They're at other mics. Well, no, what other open? I mean, I guess Milk Bar has one right now. Yeah, there are That's some. This seems we were. This seems and to be a heavy. This might have been a heavy weekend for people. Too. That too. I mean, what it is Fourth of July. Was gay Pride last weekend. Well, San Francisco. You know, it's yeah, that was everything was canceled. Gay Pride. Whereas, I mean, I just got back from Santa Cruz. There was like fifteen of us down there. So. Right. The, they're probably napping right now. Mm, they, and they don't give a shit about World Cup, which I can't believe. Yeah. Or they're well, like, nobody. <laughs> they're so beautiful. They run around. It's like the world. Those are, those are true athletes, in my opinion. Oh if my you're a God. soccer player, you're an athlete. No offense to baseball players, but what you need to do to run up and down they for that long. They run six miles a game. Yeah. Like, on average, yeah. a 90-minute game is six miles yeah. that they run constantly. Yeah. And, and sometimes, most of the time, they're sprinting. Yeah. Sometimes they're like jogging. I mean, I'd love to be a soccer player just so my legs and ass can look that good. Oh my God. Just for that. I'm not interested in scoring a goal, but my legs can look that good for playing soccer. Sign me up. But well, these guys, even at that level, they have trainers. Oh yeah. The, yeah Everyone has yeah. a trainer. You know, they have teams that keep them healthy and fit Coaches. and going. And, and I think it's so funny when the coach is kind of schlubby and you're like, how do what? How knowledge. The- they're paying for knowledge. Yeah. yeah, there are, and those coaches are all older than me, you yeah. know. So like, they're uh, they were professionals. Except for Senegal, he was forty two. But oh, he looked like Mufasa. He was amazing. Yeah, but like, it's very the lion. He looked like a lion. He looked like a, he had these dreadlocks. <laughs> the coach and he played on the Senegalese team years in the past, but he was only forty two. They're like, he's the youngest coach, and they should have made it. They should have made it. The, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I I can't believe you're not rooting. You're not watching World Cup. It is the hottest men. I am not watching because time is not something I have. Yeah. Ah, so, do you have a real job? I have. I have. Yes, I do a lot of things. You do. Yeah. <laughs> Between managing my personal life, dogs, business. Dogs. How many dogs do you have? I have three dogs. Oh my god. Rescued nine. Kept three. That's I showed, so. I, but that's I amazing. Some that is so much. Some restraint. Yeah, I could have kept on nine. I only kept three. Keyword, you love some. responsibility. You love 
like like you were taking responsibility for other people's workout stuff. Now you have responsibility for all these dogs. You like taking responsibility. That's I, interesting. You know, I, I guess I do, yeah. I'm a task-oriented person. You give me a task, that's my focus. That's it. How big are your dogs? Uh, they're Actually, these dogs are very small compared to my... I used to have a husky and she was 75. These dogs are 3, 6, and 12 pounds. Oh, they're tiny. Yeah. Oh, that's so they're darling. much easier. That's you, why I kept three. Had it been three huskies? No. Oh my God, the hair alone. You could yeah. weave a sweater and you could make a, a rug for us here at yeah. Mutiny Radio. Uh, Mutiny Radio is a dog-friendly place. Oh. Just so you know. No, I wouldn't Next have time, you can always bring them. Oh, at least just one. Three you, might be too much. <laughs> yeah, we have tiny baskets to put them in behind you. Oh, we have a great. dog bowl. We have whatever you want. Oh, so, good to know. Yeah, we love dogs. Excellent. Yeah, and if someone had a cat, bring a cat. I love cats. Whatever. But I can't imagine that people would take cats places. Not really. They're not into that. I sometimes see questionably housed ladies um, in their early 20s with cat friends that, that live on their shoulder. And oh. that's just sort of how they make money. They like, take pictures with people. Oh, with their I, yeah, cat. no. Um, yeah, never, never good at that. Yeah. You could take pictures of your tiny dog. Oh, people try and take my, when I go running, uh, they'll run it with me. And people tiny come. dogs run with you? 10 miles. Are you kidding? Off leash. Tiny dogs can run ten yeah. miles. Let me tell you. Coyote alert! Just I, oh so yeah, are you know. kidding? I am. If you ever want to meet, if you're single and you want to meet people, you can borrow my dog. Everyone, it's like he's a chick magnet. Everyone's like, oh my god, he's so cute. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, that, okay, got it. Got I have it. a gift for you. Oh, does it come with batteries? No, oh, no. no. Oh, pride. <laughs> it's a cute little <laughs> pin, and it's it's. Oh, excellent! Thank it's you. It's beige, and so it's like the color of your mocha skin. It's beautiful. There you go, mocha I skin. I thought that that would be a good <laughs> gift for Sergio coming here Thank you. on the joke workshop. Usually, it's not like this at all. Usually, like there's people here, and we do sets, and everybody gives comments. But like Matthew said, something is weird. I think it's the Fourth of July thing. Yeah, it's cyclical. I mean, there's also been times where this place is packed to the gills, and people aren't going up, and you stop comments like at the third person because there's like 38 people on the list. So it's like you know, there's there's a certain amount of you can't judge it. You never know to this scene. Can't predict it. Yeah, it's a podcast. It's good. I'm at Warhol's Delirium tonight at I guess eight and he's like you can do 20 minutes but now I'm like there's not going to be anybody there <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you never know they might all be there I mean I wonder if Milk Bar is sw- I went there once at Milk Bar and I was like number 38 on the list yeah. I can't I just two can't. weeks ago I was number 30 I didn't even get on yeah yeah yeah. I, I left after like a few I just crossed my name off and I went just, to the next thing I can't go that far out I live in the Tenderloin so ah. when you there's really no good bus from the Tenderloin to the Hate. It, yeah. I've actually walked home sometimes because I'm waiting for buses, but I have to take like two or three to get home. And so I'll end up just walking. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, it's only like two miles, so it's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah. But it's like, I'm, you know, what the fuck? So it's really hard to get out there in time or to get on the magical list or yeah. do whatever. Yeah, I early. hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And not, you know, you just got to like pick the ones you can do. I mean, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I always have some kind of bad experience at milk. I, I'm either bumped like a motherfucker. Don't get on at all. I'll get there pretty early yeah. and still like, I'm still 38. Right. Like I'm here at 530 and the mic's at six. Like so, it's still like. I've done the Sunday, and imagine my dismay. Yeah. Like, I well, get, that starts at 10, right? And Sunday's it so starts, late. It's, yeah, it's late. But it the starts thing is really like, late. It starts really late, but I get there, and I've even brought people, and I've been like, hey, you know, I brought people. Could I get up? All my people had to leave. He doesn't bump me. He doesn't bump me up. He bumps other people, but he never bumps me, and I'm like, what's going on? 
Yeah. But I make usually. I mean, I don't want to be like blah blah blah. Usually, I get special privilege because I'm fucking Pam Benjamin, and people are like, "Oh, we'll just blah blah Pam up," which is fun. and I love that. I love the special. privilege. You deserve it. You but run the fucking thing. They here. don't give me that yeah. at milk, so it's fine. I just don't usually choose to do the extensive transport to yeah. do it because the by the time I get up the audiences are for shit I'm doing it for the same comics that see me all the time anyway so it doesn't mean anything and but I'm there at the beginning when the audience is huge and I'm like oh my god let me have this huge audience and yeah. they don't let me up and they don't let me up and I watch it dwindle away and I sit there and go like I have no influence here and then I'm like why am I here yeah. it's interesting because that is the conclusion I, I mean I've only been there three times I got on the first time, got bumped the second time, got on the third time. But I noticed it's like, it's almost difficult to test if the material is good or not if there isn't an audience. Right. If you have an audience and you can see, and also, I mean, I personally have a really difficult time seeing the audience there. And I've noticed. Oh, right. It's the lights, sure. Yeah. You're up high. I've noticed what a big difference when I've done it. I've done it at two of the places where I can actually see people. Sure. And pr- at least for me, where I am at this stage, it made such a big difference. I could see eye contact, body movement. I'm like, oh, this person got it, or I, I could get a reaction. Right. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough. So I'm I'm like, and that's mm. key at this point to be able to build your sets to know, like. For me, I've come at it from the opposite angle because I was a ballerina and because I was trained in musical theater and theater and all these things, these performance arts from a very young age. Like, I'm really good when the lights are on me and I can't see anybody. It's, oh, interesting. Because it's do the script. Gotcha. Here's the script, do it. Yeah, nothing to distract you. Do the tap you. dance. I mean, I've done so many musicals. Like, you just do the dance. You do, yeah. you do the same thing and you sing yeah. that song and everybody, you do... You, you, it's not about looking at the audience and but that's the difference with comedy is that it's about interacting with the audience so except that when you're like in that big stage like if you're George Carlin or you know there's like you know 5,000 10,000 people out there how are you being intimate when you're being performance and that's sort of like this crazy thing yeah side skill or, or natural talent like you either have charisma or not I mean there are people who make speeches and everyone's like he was looking right at me the whole time it's like right. that's not possible right you know, and like, Obama like, the Clinton I call it the Clinton factor Clinton sure. was, he's got that char- charisma yeah right but and that Rasputin had it too translates Rasputin for like it or not he had whatever the Russians, it, Russia, yeah. I mean actually <laughs> I, I, Barbara Walter said one of the most captivating people she ever interviewed was Fidel Castro she said yeah, he has so much charm and Ho Chi Minh, motherfucking Ho Chi Minh. He was yeah. a charming motherfucker. He was like, I'm not gonna wear shoes. And they're like, Why aren't you wearing shoes? He's like, Because my people aren't wearing shoes. And then everyone's like, Ah! Yeah. He was well, very honest and engaged do, with people. You do feed off the audience on on some level. Yeah. And I think being able to see, like I used to dance. I was not a professional dancer, but I used to dance. We can say. And if the audience was there and I can feed off the energy. It worked for me, mm-hmm. so that I, I need to figure out how to make that work when I don't have the audience and I cannot feed off their energy. Right. Because it's like, it's an intimate thing when, you know, the vulnerability, you're up there, you're expressing things, and there's nothing for you to actually feel like it's coming back. And I've recorded myself a few times, and then I'll watch the video, and I'm thinking, oh, I didn't hear them laugh. But you see the switch in your eyes. I've seen videos, the same thing with me, where I'm like, I was engaged, and then I felt like they weren't with me, and I, I just went into performance mode where I'm like now I'm ah. doing my jokes and I am doing my script and I'm not engaging with you I'm just keeping going and this is how I do my jokes and I just keep going and I just it, there's a moment like and it'll happen when it's like I've lost them and then it's like Poof, yeah now I'm just performing as opposed to trying like which is tough if, if you've lost them 
are you really performing? Right. Because, and that's the challenge that I've noticed with a few open mics. I'm like, it's the same five people that were at the last set. I've already heard this set. Mm-hmm. And, and now for me. Since True. I'm, but there's something too, like when people do a play, they've got to nail the lines. Yeah. And when you do your material, you've got to nail those lines too. Yeah. So there's something to just being able to, I can perform this. Yeah. I Regard- know all the words, yeah. I know the beats, I know the energy, I know the whatever. So, Because there will come a time where you have an audience that's like half laughing and half talking or talking back or something, and you need to be able to fucking nail your lines that is through so true. the storm, you know? And that is true. So I had a poetry. Or have your rhythm thrown off. Like, a, like there's occasions where people are laughing so much, you got to kind of wait for them oh, to Oh, yeah. Pausing for laughter. Yeah, where am I my place here? No, pausing for laughter is one of the hardest things Would, to learn how to do. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Hard. will happen some sweet day. Boy, it's interesting, too, because I, I think you're right. The first time I did it, I was so nervous that I, the four minutes just... I blinked and they were gone. Yeah. The second time I did it, I wasn't quite prepared because I, I wrote the material that morning and I'm like, I'm just going to do it tonight. Yeah. And then the third time, I didn't get on, but that was oh. the most the time I was most prepared. Yeah. That when I got to try it again, I was able to throw things in there and I still kept my script, but mm. I was able to be more natural. So to what he said, yeah. being prepared for me, like I never want to go up again with notes my phone like I want to ditch you. notes Pre- now yeah, yeah don't yeah ditch notes now because if you lean on it now oh yeah you'll I I never ever no, like it is so rare that I bring up a notebook and the last time I did it was at OMG because I wanted to read a quote that I had written down that made no sense and I was like there's no way I can memorize this I just have to read it out of the book yeah. so the only reason I brought it up was because I had to quote myself and it was just a ridiculous thing yeah. but I would I I, and I'll write set lists down yeah. like OCD and write them and write them. If I'm really worried about a set and I know it's seven minutes, I'll write my, each one of my jokes has a tagline. Like one of them's called abortion regret and one of them's called 17 year late term abortion and one of them's called whiskey dick, you know? And I, 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 I know that these are the jokes <laughs> I'm doing. So I'll be like, okay, so my list that I'll write down obsessively over and over so that I won't fuck up are these jokes I already know. And I just know the order. So then when I get up there, I know it so well and it's so in my head, but it's just, I mean, cause I know my jokes Yeah. and then it's about like interacting with the audience and because, but then when I don't memorize every line and I just know this is joke one, this is just, then I can feel my way through and yeah. talk to the audience and do better segues or the segues already exist. Yeah. But if I want to like punch things in there, I feel comfortable to do that because I know where I'm going. Yeah, and that's what I discovered. And and I've made a rule for myself now. I never want to go up with my phone or notes. And also, being that I'm watching, I saw a performer go up and he was doing fine. And then he paused and he said, oh, I forgot my joke. And he opened his phone. Oof. And I just noticed how the audience lost. So that was sure. the confirmation for me. I'm like, all right, Sergio, that's what that looks like. Don't do that. Ooh, that's learning. That's so, yeah, and, and that's, I yeah. mean, I'm pretty OCD about these things. So I've been watching and I'm like, okay, now I know what that looks like. So I made a rule. I have to have it memorized. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. I just need to memorize enough sets so then I can kind of combine things right. and go in and out. I used to think, and I still think of them this way, in this sort of 3D effect where each jokes are a pod. So like I have cat jokes. I have like 10 minutes of cat jokes. And there's like... 10 cat jokes that live up here in this pod and I have like 10 minutes of Jesus jokes and they're over here I even probably have 15 now of Bible jokes and then I've got you know I've got filthy dick jokes and I've got like 7 minutes of that and I've got like abortion jokes and I've got 10 minutes of abortion jokes and I've got feminist jokes and then I think about all these pods 
And if I go into a set and my audience isn't with me because I'm on abortion, I know that I can just switch to cats. Like, oh, you don't like talking about dead babies? I have a, I have a joke about... A dead cat. I have a joke about a, a, <laughs> a skeleton after I finally get my... I can't wait till menopause. And when I finally get it, I'm going to get a tattoo to commemorate uh, right here over where my uterus would be. And it's going to be a tiny skeleton um, of a dead baby kitten. I'm <laughs> a kitten. Because I always wanted to birth a cat and cats are better. Anyways, so then I'd go to cat jokes from there. So I'd be like, oh, they don't like abortions. Let's swing around to cats. And then if they don't like cat jokes, I'm like, oh, geez, gotta go to dick jokes. Everybody loves dick jokes. You know, so, <laughs> Unless you have a small dick and then they don't well, like Well, and jokes. then they're like, oh, but then I, you know, small, I have small dick jokes it's too. It's just not funny. Anal <laughs> sex is better with a small dick. Sometimes a small dick is better. I mean, I'm from what just I've saying. Read, from what I've read, I don't know if you're right, but anyway. Well, if you, but <laughs> I mean, I don't have, have a, a prostate. goal for anal sex. I don't have a prostate. So it's prostate. I, this is, I met a woman this Saturday and she, I jokingly said, she did anal. She goes, who doesn't? She goes, I love it. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, what the, you're like a first. You're like and a she, unicorn. She says she loves it. What she doesn't like is when a guy tries to do it and pretends he wasn't trying to do it. She's like, oh, just say you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, just say you want to do it so I can be ready for it. And I thought, you're a fucking unicorn. Wow. She yeah. was also Russian. Slide wow. me her number. Oh, I, actually, I well, do have her number. <laughs> so the only reason. No pun intended. I'll slide it in. One of the only reasons that. Uh, ladies use anal sex is to try to save their relationship I uh, try to save my marriage with anal sex didn't work oh. and uh, just it's just a pro tip if a girl's offering up the butt you better fucking buy her some flowers or take her out to dinner because she is about to break up with you this is the last straw she's trying to she's doing something oh I'm oh just interesting okay that's the last she's like Look what I'm giving you. Look what I'm giving you, you lazy piece of millennial shit. <laughs> like, See, like, I don't date millennials. So maybe uh, that could be part of the issue. Mm. You know, it's interesting. Uh, when, I, when, women, huh. uh, when women are saying, I hear so many women say that men ask for this, which I find interesting because there is no G-spot for you guys there. Nope. So I'm thinking, I, I tell all my female friends, if your guy wants to do you up the butt, you have to finger him first. Once you make him come with your finger in there, He's going to be asking for it. And it doesn't make you gay. It's anatomy. Sure. For whatever reason, yeah. the men's G-spot was inside. The P-spot. The P-spot. Right. Once sure. you hit that, well, let me tell you, once they tickle that mouse, it's going to keep coming back for more. Right. Well. At least that's what my uncle said. <laughs> yeah. Alle uh, you know, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I was young. I distant memory. Well, I'm so glad that we've moved. Uh, I mean, so it's funny because as a society, we've moved to a place where we're like, yeah, sex is sex and wits can be all kinds of ways and we're all fine with that. Whereas like 40 years ago, they were like, oh, no, yeah, you're not even like even oral sex was considered sodomy and was illegal for, I think it's still illegal it's in some still, states, yeah, exactly. in some states, yeah. which is like is it's puritanical weirdness and all of the stuff about like, like we're puritanical weirdos and we're like the gays are bad and it's like oh my god why didn't you smoke pot in the 70s you were around it it was there you could well, have made things better <laughs> what i find too disappointing is i was a late bloomer to everything i didn't drink until 2006 wow i didn't try pot until two years ago for the first time i managed to get myself into plenty of trouble and i was completely aware of what i was doing so i've never woken up with oh my god who's this person next to me good for you but i find it shocking that parents it's like how is it that we forget what it was like to be 20 and yeah. the fun you naturally have and the discoveries you should make. Yeah. I mean, the guilt behind masturbation, I mean, I don't have children and I don't plan on having any anyway, mm -hmm. but if my nieces or nephews come to me with questions about this, I will be the first one to send you links, information, sure. here you go. I want you to have an enjoyable yeah. adult sex life. Well, and I mean, uh, 
so I masturbated from a very young age, and I didn't know that until later, but, and specifically clitoral. And it's funny because if you go back to, you know, 120 years ago with Freud, he was like, well, the clitoral orgasm is an infantile orgasm, and the only way that a woman can really... But they didn't even know what the G-spot was yet, so, like, the way that women... Like, I was a child, and I figured it out myself, and I didn't know I was masturbating, till people were like, you have to stop doing that in public, you're masturbating. And I was like, I'm, I don't even know what that means, right? I was like... I was a nervous child, and I tried to make myself feel better. <laughs> so I was masturbating. You're good with your a lot. hands. I was good with my hands. It's very relaxing. It's yeah. I mean, I was really stressed out. Well, children naturally have the sexual desire. I remember I was visiting my friend, and her daughter was about three or four, and she was touching herself, and she's yeah. like, "Mommy, this feels good." And I'm thinking, I grew up in a very Catholic, sheltered. And they'd say, house. "Stop doing that." Yeah. Well, I was just like, "How do you answer that?" And she said, "Yeah." She just said yes, and I thought that's great. This little girl is not going to have any shame behind it. Yeah, stigma. Of course, shame. you have to learn to like not do it in public. But yeah. if you put an 18-month-old child, boy, in six inches of water, he will play with his dick. It's just going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's how I it's discovered like mine. I was taking not a bath. even a thing. The water yeah. hit it, and it caused a sensation. I was like, "Whoa, what was oh, that?" Uh, so I kept trying to put it under the faucet. I was like, "Whoa, again, again." So yeah, I had I had no idea it was sexual. And you had no idea. I was yeah, like five years old. No, we didn't. And but then I see I was raised insanely Christian, so I was taught that that was bad yeah. and awful. And so I remember I used to go in my closet. I used to masturbate in my closet. I knew it. I knew I wasn't supposed to do it, but I liked doing it. So I would literally go into my closet and <laughs> lay down, <laughs> masturbate. So in my you came closet. out the closet at one I, point. Yeah. Mm. Well. That was the jokes. Those were the jokes that I wanted to talk about tonight. Is that like, okay, so I'm really into the World Cup. It's like, and I hang out with all these guys. So we're down in this basement and we're watching soccer, and I'm super into it. And I love talking sports with guys, and I fucking love it. And I always felt as a child like, I wish I was a boy, you know, because I was a ballerina and I was kind of a mediocre ballerina. But if I would have been a boy, I would have been an amazing ballerina. And boys seem to always have these like special, like I've always like identified with like making choices and people fo- I mean I feel like more mask I mean what people consider masculine energy versus feminine energy I've definitely felt masculine energy all my life now I've never felt you've got like- a tomboy thing going yeah. right yeah, I would say that totally I but can it's, see that it's not like I want a dick I just want all the privileges that men have well, or most, boys all have. women want this all women like, want I, this I just and I want to be able to talk about sports and I like talking about sports and I if like if you're a woman who likes to talk about sports there will be men who will line up for that do you know how many men I know who love sports and their girlfriends or wives are not interested they're just like you're like so a dumb. You're like a oracle. Are you kidding? They'll totally line up. And if you, yeah. And if you do anal fumps, <laughs> no, you'll have a line out the door. Well, the problem is, the, okay, the problem I have with anal and the problem I have with certain <laughs> things, no, really, is that, like, my booty smells. Like, if, if I don't even let people, I don't even let my, I've had a boyfriend for gotta going on pan. five, I know, but we're going on five years and I don't like him going down on me unless I've just bathed. I That's can't common with women. They want to be it. immediately out of the shower. I can't handle, I yeah. just, I'm like, I'm So you're just kind of, uh, not a germaphobe, but there's a slight OCD control issue with it, just, which is totally normal. I mean, I have a friend of mine who will not get penetrated unless he's cleaned it out. And the slightest smell, he's like, oh, 
I my theory even... is you cannot play in the mud and not expect to get dirty. It just comes with the territory. Yes, but there is a culturally. Uh, fair. You've got it. You guys got to move for oh, that, yeah. right? No, you got it. Yeah, I, mean, I had a burrito for you gotta lunch. You got to time it. You can't go have a burrito if without you know sauce. It's, yeah. yeah, no. You you got to you, know your you, timing. You guys have a thing where don't you skip lunch the day no. you know you're gonna get it? Like no, no. no what they do? You have is, a chamber they, clearing. They will go home early, clean it all out. And, There's and, an attachment you can put I your heard about yeah. the attachment. Yeah, and then this is how they will guarantee it. But sometimes, you know, it's almost like this whole thing with consent. I completely get it. But that mystery and excitement about meeting someone and that person figuring out what you need, just at the beginning stages, that's almost gone. So it's almost like if you're going to go out and your goal is to get tapped... You're going to go home, you're going to prep it out, and then you go out and you don't meet anyone. You're like, oh, I did all that work for nothing. It's like what women used to do with shaving. Yeah, well. When you shave all of your legs and your stuff and you're like ready for You're like, yeah. And then. So what is the fascination with women having no hair and either A, women thinking men want this or men actually finding that appealing? I, 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 mean, I, I don't mean shave. Mainly I, in your hoo-ha. I mean, mainly in your hoo-ha. Oh, yeah. No. And I didn't even know that you were supposed to shave. Like, I always like did the sides, but I didn't know you were supposed to shave like the whole way back. I didn't even know because I was married and I've never watched porn and he never said anything about it. So I was like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, like I'm a weirdo. But no. I, I have so much hair. It's like a hair skirt. It's well, like you can't even... <laughs> I mean, everyone needs a little manscaping or womanscaping. I think I just shaved recently because I wore a dress at work, but... Yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's something to be said for a natural look, but the obsession of it being bare, I don't... I, I'm, I, I see it a lot in men and women, and I'm thinking, how... When did this start? I, I think we're doing the same thing with our weed. Uh, it's like the weed is so beautiful and it comes off the plant and it's got all these hairs and stuff. And then we finger fuck the bud, right? We like take <laughs> in and we clip all the things off and we manicure it. We make it look all good. We make that bud look good. And I'm like, why do that? Why not just have the bud? Like all the, it's great. Like why can't you trim it yourself? Why do we have to let someone else finger fuck the bud? And it's that kind yeah. of way too. Well, I it's feel a lot like, like a sandwich. I mean, how how beautiful does a sandwich look and how difficult is it to eat? Ah, you know, like point. it fucking That's totally true. falls apart if like this second slides. bite things are blasting out all over it's a lettuce issue you gotta either slice your well, not lettuce not just that the meat is in a ball in the middle relative and just a few little flanges out on the side mm-hmm. it's or just the bread is too big yeah, yeah. Okay. but anyway it, there, there's a look that's different than the functionality but, but then I say yeah, like make pillow, your own like sandwich pillows. make your own sandwich so I would say for me and I've told my boyfriend Jonathan like if you want to shave if you want me shaved you can shave me like well, that's I'm actually, fine that could with be a total turn. I was gonna say yeah. that's hot. That's right. a total turn. But on. I, I don't want to shave because I'm lazy and I don't give a fuck. And if he gives a fuck, then he can go ahead and do it. But isn't that interesting? <laughs> uh, do you guys do you guys live together? Good call. Kind of. We we maintain separate residences, but we pretty much live together. Because I have a theory. Uh, I've lived with two of the people that I've been in love with. Um, I think when you're dating someone and you have to meet them, you will make an effort to present mm. yourself. And now when you live with someone, they will see you when your face is puffy, when you come from work and you smell, you have bad breath, whatever it is mm. that all of us have at one point or another, that person sees it so that the romance, the, the curtain's been lifted. You brush your teeth in front of someone and the yeah. romance is dead. Like, like, oh, well, for me, it's like if you go to, if you go to the bathroom, like, I, I don't need to see that. I don't want to see yeah. it. I hate it when so I... So I just ah. think there's, there's something in, exciting when you don't live with a person 
you're gonna make yourself look good to meet them. But when you live together, it's almost gone. The veil's lifted and yeah. they get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. Which is, you know, some people think that's good, but no, uh, it's nice when you have to get ready to meet your Also, partner. the proliferation of porn. Uh, just the idea, you know, everyone's got different levels of hairiness. Yeah. But then in porn, when people had these fucking perfect pussies with perfect pussy hair. Yeah. Like only in the most minimal crotch area, not down the thigh or anything, that became like a thing, and then just it started moving from there. And someone figured out that if you shave your cock and balls, your dick looks bigger. Mm. Like, and it's been a gay man <laughs> with a little dick. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> who maybe. had some style? Who but, would be like, if we but like, I think you're right. So now it's sp- make sort a term of. For it. Uh, I used to have a thing about uh, that I would say about it that I called it like you know, pe- you know, the millennials like that now because you're not men. Yeah, no, like, that's what a woman looks like. Yeah, that's. That, what, you I think know. you're totally right. I agree. Important kind of dictated and educated a lot of these people because the parents were not there to show them. Right. Um, and these kids think that they need to walk around hairless. Well, like, now and it, and 12 year olds get all the porn. We've given all our 11, 12 year olds iPhones. Now, when you give an 11 year old boy an iPhone, what do you think he's going to do? Well, I put the parental controls on so he's not going to be able to get the porn. Please. You get five little 11 year old brains together and that's like a 55 year old man. They're going to spelunk Finding all Finding porn of your... is not difficult. It is not difficult. They're going to figure it out. They're going to turn off the parental controls. They're going to find yeah. all your stuff. They're smarter than us. Third comic has in the oh, building. Oh, hello. Yay. Uh, we can't talk about him anymore? No, we can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> no, uh, talk about he, him anymore? Yeah, right. <laughs> Josh, Josh takes. He asks questions. He has a great What's open mic. What's your theory on runs. manscaping? What's your theory? On, <laughs> come in and talk to us here and tell us your theory on What's manscaping. What's your theory on women shaving everything to the We're point? knuckle deep You're into not a hairy shaving. Guy. No you pun intended on the knuckle. Yeah. You don't even look like the kind of guy who has chest hair. Like, do Whoa. you? No chest hair. No. Oh, that's good. Back but hair? you're still in your you're still in your early 20 mid 20s. No, I'm in my 30s now. Are you really? I'm just a hairless man boy for the re- forever and ever. Yay! Hey. Hairless man That's boy Josh I'll ever Blue. be. Yay! Yay! Are you a hairy woman? Yes. 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 <laughs> and she's lazy, so she I'm doesn't la- shave you it. You can. You can. I have the hair of a 12 year old boy on my legs right now. It's pretty nice. It's getting pretty fluffy. Yeah. She's more. You're not overly she's hairy. You just let me go. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I can. Okay I can that. take it. You know. Yeah. Like I. Uh, I. You know. It's fortunately people like the hair now. Hair is um, in right great. now. Hair is in. It's totally in. I can, the pendulum swings back. I yeah. can braid my pubic hair. I can French braid it. That, like so I, I can think if French you can do that, it might it. be time to clip it a little. It's, just yeah. a little. Yeah, give it a little trim I up. Mean, you want it to wink from a distance. You can cut it like it's hair. Like you don't have to shave yeah. it like I your like face. Yeah, French just trim it. it. Like, you know. It's so long. It's you so want to be able to find it. I never shave mine completely, but I will like trim it up. I have never done anything down there. No sharp objects thing. Never in your life. No. So it's just a mess down there, huh? It looks pretty good. (laughs) Also, also, he has uh, light hair. Big difference when you have light hair. Yeah. Blonde hair. Are you are you a a ginger man? I'm a true. Are you a daywalker? That's what you're asking. Yeah. Daywalker. I don't know what that is. The carpet matches the the drapes. drapes. Yeah. The cuff matches the collar. I've never dated a redhead before. I like so. I don't know. Now, what about gray in the pubes? We're all older. I have so much gray. I have a hole. It's like that girl in the X. You have a hole? Men. No, next (laughs) to my hole. Next to my (laughs) hole. It's like the girl on the. When she's young and then she touches someone and she has that thing in her hair. And she's a superhero and she touches you and then she gets your powers. Rogue. Oh, Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, oh, she she has, like, yeah. I have like a shock of like 
<laughs> silver hair that like comes a silver down. skunk down there. Yeah, it's it's, it's prove like, it, like, prove it. like that, you. like the bad lady <laughs> in one thousand and one Dalmatians. So Do not pull one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god, put that away, Pam. Jesus, it has what? a laugh. Oh my own. god, we don't need to see that. It walks. It's so it long. <laughs> one time, where's the one time I thought that a spider walked across my pussy, but it didn't. It was just my hair was so long. I found a great. Yikes! I found a great chest there, and that was a bit traumatic. And I have no issue with gray. Like I, when I got my first gray hair, I was walking with my chin first because I wanted everyone to see Aww. it. But somehow, when I saw it on my chest, I'm like, "What's happening here?" Mm. So, yeah. so you get it in the face first. Did the, you didn't start getting gray pubes until later after you'd already have had the gray hairs after your beard turned works? gray? No, I think that they actually <laughs> came at the same time. That's what she said. Yeah, and, and it's funny. It's, it's <laughs> rarely, actually, rarely oh, will she ever oh, say that. When you think about it. Oh, zing. The, the best part was that um, as a child, I mean, I have a lot of like. Um, deep Jew in me we have, I'm a very hairy woman from my deep Jew well like a Russian Jews or like my people oh I thought you were whatever. penetrated no no deeply but by a Jew <laughs> I, I, ha- I used to have really dark hairs I, I still but they turned gray so now I don't have to pluck them as much because they used to be dark and egregious like coming out of yeah. my chin and now my they neck blend in. and now to be, when they're like silver you can barely see them it's only like in a certain light and you have to like it's pretty much like on the bus like a stranger could be like dude she's gross but he wouldn't say it out loud or she wouldn't it probably be a woman though right it'd be like some 23 year old girl looking at oh like, look at her I don't yeah. her God. she's so old she, she, doesn't oh. Oh, she has to pluck her chin hairs so when she have a beard over there unbelievable kind of, she just hasn't had her hair come in yet give her some time <laughs> give her time well I'll get there one day I can't wait to be gross and old. I mean, I'm already gross. I'm just not old yet. Well, you're already you're wearing an old man's sweater and boat shoes. Yeah, like, well, how the far do you need to? Yeah, pack you I dress look, like I'm sixty. You do look like an old Jew with you're that sweater. Dressed like a sixty year old. I'm preparing a, a hairless old man. I am a dirty hairless old Jewish man. Look at that. A dirty. I'm not even really Jewish, but I feel like I portray it enough. You do. You, you can do. put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, you have the dirty essence. <laughs> The essence of a dirty old Jew. Oh, that would be a good perfume, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> it smell like money. <laughs> yeah. Just come in my, just smell my, uh, more mothball-y. Just yeah. smell my room. We can bottle that up. It's mostly crusty clothes. Mm. Or it could be his parents' basement. Who mm-hmm. knows? Correct. No, I think yeah. you have a, you're, you're Still like his a, room. You're Still like his a real room. person with real... You think I'm a real jobs. person? Are, yeah, you have I'd like so. you have like a real job and like you make real money. You're like I don't make person. real money, but I and I have two jobs. Oh. Wow! So and I'd have two jobs just to fucking live in this beautiful city. Yeah, what you guys your, live in the city. Yeah. What do, What are your jobs? I work at a radio station, and then I also work in an escape room. Oh, oh, oh you know that's room. becoming the newest thing—an escape room. What's yeah, it's fuck super is an escape room. <laughs> exactly. It's um, it's something that rich white people do. And uh, so I get to. They do everything. (laughs) They do do a lot of things, uh, but escape rooms is one of them. And it's just you you lock people in a room, and then they have a certain amount of time to escape, and they escape by by solving these very elaborate puzzles that are designed uh, for the room. It's a first world problem for sure. For sure. And the one that I work at, it's a lot of like business groups. They'll be like team building from like people from like Google or like startups or tech companies. So they'll just like send their eight person team and then I have to like 
yell at them and tell them when they're being stupid. So that's enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Do they, do they like, that's made for you like, a little bit. Do yeah. they film them and then use it later and be like, that person's a leader or that person's a country? No, there's no or, filming. Oh, okay. Uh, because that would like, you wouldn't want, because it's puzzles, um, and so you wouldn't want to put that on the oh, internet because right. then that's like a spoiler. There's sure. something Bond villain-ish about this too where you're like the dark voice from the beyond and they're in this locked room that you've kidnapped them for and you're yeah, throwing, ours out, is more throwing out hints from your disembodied voice throwing out hints about I, I do I can be very um uh I look like I'm. I know more. They can <laughs> like, see you. They can see you. I will come in the room sometimes just to see how they're doing, and oh, then okay. they can ask me for hints if they want. Oh, lab lab coat? No, no. Just That's wear. Like you just wear whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, you just wear whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's just this cool uh, part time job. That you know, uh, it's just you work when when I when I'm available. Do you like it? Uh, Sounds like it's fun. Yeah, it's hella fun. Yeah, I it's mean, very interesting for sure. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's cool. You get to do a little speech uh, at the beginning, so like you're basically doing a little. You can do a little set. You know, you write <laughs> you to try new material. Do you throw jokes in? Yeah, you write. Jokes <laughs> I got a tight five. The, you can write jokes into the script. Rad. Oh, that's and fun. And everyone that works there has their own little jokes that they do. And that could be fun too. And sometimes uh, the people are really excited, and it's like, all right, doing a little little show, yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little song and dance, dance for me, <laughs> dance for me, poor boy. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. That's what everything I'm essentially doing is in my head. There's a, a, an old man yelling, "Dance for me, poor boy, do it, do it." Everything at I the core it. of fucking everything is yes. that. Your mo- your motivator, man. Is that God where damn your, it. is that where your comedy comes from? Sure, <laughs> that's life. You could get a lot of material. From what? From doing that. Yeah. Uh, the people, way people react and the stupid things they do. Yeah. It's like you're in Westworld, except you're the only one collecting the information. That's a good point. I never thought of it. Yeah, so, why, but, that's why I'm like, why aren't they filming? Why aren't they collecting information for Fidelity? Like I, haven't seen, I haven't seen Westworld. <laughs> the ones that we work at, though, it's more lighthearted. Some of the escape rooms, most of the escape rooms are usually just like, it's a prison cell, you know? Because that's like, you know, you're in prison, you got an hour to escape this jail cell. Most of them are like that. The ones that we work at are a little more different. They're more like lighthearted. Mm. And so there's not a lot of like suspense. Some of them they have like, there's one in the city where there's a, a zombie. There's a in lot the of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. There's one. There's like Would a, that make a, a good first date to take someone to that? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you're really smart or you're very confident. Because sometimes what you see is people do these things and then they're not very good at it. They might think they're good, but it's a lot of like... It's just answering clues. It's puzzles. Survivor and, type of stuff or uh, Amazing more, Race. Uh, it's less that and more like, uh, I don't know, like a board game maybe or like a, there's like strategy to it, but it's also it's like how well do you work with other people because mm. a lot of it is it's like team building stuff. So if you're not good with working with other people, you might not be good at that. So yeah. if you're not good at that, then don't take a date there. Something no. to find out right away. Oof. Well, uh, I'm already seeing myself break down and panic and quit. And <laughs> some some people say, oh, "Well, I have I had a I had a joke about that there should be a place for a first date. People take each other out to dinner, right? And you sit down and you eat food, but then you're not allowed to fart or poop in front of people. That's definitely a no no. But it's like you're actually creating poop like on the date, like you're out to dinner, you're eating, and you know what's going to happen later. So what I think is that after you go to these really fancy restaurants, they should have like these poop emporium kind of things where there's like a two-seater so you can like sit next to each other and keep talking as you as you're pooping as you're enjoying the second part of your meal wow this is it's like a oh. hundred and fifty dollar poop right like if you go to a fancy schmancy restaurant and yeah. you're like making poop you're making like a hundred and fifty dollar poop and then like with the 
paired wines like 180 but are you are you saying that you're gonna poop immediately when you're done eating like are you poop. already sometimes it kind of triggers yeah. yeah i think that oh hi hey roman, hello roman yay we were talking about poop we're talking about pooping to pam is telling poop, us an pooping on a date idea, uh, that she has on a first date on a first date but by the yeah i know that's terrible because then you completely lift the veil yeah, and we just yeah, talked about that. Talked that about romance, no more romance. The mystery you just is kill gone. The romance at the beginning. You just say, "Let's." That's why whenever I, the first time I meet anyone, I'm gonna show them my genitals, and it's not like a sexual. <laughs> thing. Why send the picture? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do it in person. I, I'm not gonna force it on them, but I, I just show them my genitals. I, I, I we should all do. Is that. this just in general? Or <laughs> yeah, just in general. That's a good idea. I would like to mention that I fart on my first date. I've been doing that on for purpose? years. Well, uh, look, this is gonna come up sooner or later, so we may as well get it out of the first. Do you take her back to the van or do you do you tell her right away about the van or do you let that be a do you let that slide for a couple dates and then you introduce the van it depends that's a tricky one yeah sometimes well, for one, the van's a rental so it's not a rental <laughs> how dare you besmirch my financial position i own that home free and clear, free and clear. here in the city he showed me a shower and it's pretty amazing his you have a in shower in his van I well it's, it's in the, the front van, seat the it's in the front seat and well, he puts up some stuff and makes it work out the door when the door is open it's pretty amazing what? It doesn't even have to be open. It just it, it'll run out even if it's Easier. closed. But uh, I, I've I've folded that up. I, I'm I'm very uh, proficient at that method. If I have to, there you go. I've got a, s- a solar shower type thing. But that, yeah, now I'm at the gym doing that. All that proficiency. But he still has to fart on a first Yeah, I, I suppose if you live in a van. Dude, I am real. Okay? <laughs> if you live That's in a van, I don't, I don't think you're worried about Hashtag farting unreal. in front of Hashtag I'm real. Yeah. You're an authentic you man. The personality is real, too. I like the first, like the moment when you're dating someone and then that waiting for the first time to fart in front of them. <laughs> that is a fun time because uh, that's like lift the sheet to me that's a real important the first time you fart in front of someone that you've been dating the very first time you do it because once you fart in front of someone that you've been dating that create it it makes the relationship another level something else. Yeah. Another it level. really takes it to another level i think that's important that's fun i fucked it up with my my last girl my current girlfriend because i think that's important to get Wait, the first your fart. last or your current my current that's girlfriend. not a good sign it's not sounding pretty good here last current my last my cur- currently my last girlfriend Soon who to is be currently last she's currently still my girlfriend Wait, uh, there's a comment she was there. my last girlfriend because she, she's uh, the last she was the last girl that I dated. okay okay Oh, she's dead now. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a cousin. Of but it. it just came out. You know, you want to do like, I do like a pull my finger or something. Oh, like it just very... escaped. Was it loud or was it just smelly? It was undeniably loud. Oh, <laughs> that's when I, I start laughing at that point. So I cannot hide a fart because I would just crack up. Yeah. Like you knew it came from Farts me. are funny. Yeah. Farts are funny. So you're all that's judging me because I fart on the first date, right? Another, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Prudish. Farts are funny. Farts, yeah. are, farts are funny. Two shirts we have now. Old oh. creepy Jewish. Funny farts. In the Old book Galapagos, in the book Galapagos, uh, um, Kurt uh, Vonnegut is constantly referring to how humans, even in the future, laugh at farts like well, it's like this constant through I, I would believe that yeah. that was, that's something that will not ever go out of yeah. funny primates like, will laugh but, at but that and like farts, dogs will always be adorable farts funny burps gross what why are, is that true? No, it I don't know. Do I burp all the time, and people uh, look at me. I, I'm a, I'm, a, I have serious that gas. Was more you know why? Burping is seen gas. as more controllable, perhaps, than farting. Or yeah, because you have right, to make an effort to let it out. it out. Yeah, yeah, that's with true. the fart. You may not always. You sort it. of have an option to turn that burp into a fart, but you have no options with the fart. 
True. I was teaching an ab class, and let me tell you. An ab class. That's like hot yoga. All you work is on your midsection, and some people accidentally let it rip. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm sorry, and you try your best not to laugh or make faces. Right. Downward dog in in Bikram yoga. Just (laughs) all of it. You're doing so many salutations and everything. You're churning, whatever. They got you on your your fucking... And if you have I a lot of pelvic, flexing your pelvic floor all the time, how are you not supposed to blend a chakra out? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's awful. As long as it's not wet. I've never done yoga, but I would in my head, I picture that it's just a bunch of people in a room farting together. It is, that's basically what it is. And it, being it's called yoga prana. Is awful. It's like 104 degrees, 105 degrees. In the bedroom. Oh, you, you do that yoga. I There's other it. hot ones that aren't Bikram, but yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah. I can't do it. Hot yoga. Ha- yoga is pretty hot anyways like people are stretching and being limber and you never appreciate yoga sweet. until you're having sex with someone who can hold their own legs and you're like my hands are free I oh. can actually do other things with my hands wow. that's when yoga comes in handy you're like oh holding like the legs on top of you yeah like they can hold their own legs and your hands are free you can play with their nipples you can do whatever it is because they're like I got this yeah. What else so can you do with your hands? Well, what yeah, are all the things that you can so do with your hands? You Please, kidding? some options. Some options. Because I, I feel I mean, like I'm not creative enough to know what well. to do with my hands if they were free. Oh, well, there you go. Now we got some Now to, get to those to creative juices flowing that we were talking about yes. earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm such a prude. I'm like, I don't know. You do whatever you want. I don't know. That's <laughs> just passing the responsibility right. off to someone yeah. else. Okay, you do, that's what Pam and Bud sounds like. Yeah. Do whatever you want. <laughs> that is music to a lot of men. That's her. Cons- <laughs> that's her consent voice. <laughs> Your safe word is keep going. Yeah, that sounds scary. Well, no, I just, I, you know, all rules are fine like, until you meet someone who makes you want to break them. There's a lot of things I won't oh. do, but if you happen to have all the things I want, I'm like, you know what? We'll reconsider. Wow. I don't drink whiskey after dark. What's one of your rules, Josh? Oh, no rules. You have no rules. I probably have rules. I try not to drink until dark. Oh, wow. Um, you try not to drink until dark, and yeah. I don't drink whiskey after dark. But That's then once it's dark, summer, I drink, then. baby. You know, yeah, me and you, yeah. we drink, we, Yeah, I had so much fun that one night. At so you must have drank after dark. Like, no, no, I drink beer after dark. I just don't drink whiskey. Oh, whiskey. Oh, right. no just whiskey. Vodka, tequila. Well, I don't I don't really drink shots anyways. Uh. I drink beer. I'm a beer drinker. I love beer. But uh, I, 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 can, I can day drink whiskey. I can drink whiskey coffee. I can drink whiskey water, color of apple juice. I've even uh, mixed... If you put enough Hershey's syrup into milk, you can mix it with whiskey. <gasps> milk and whiskey. But chocolate milk. Chocolate milk Because and there's whiskey. enough sugar Is that in the chocolate white syrup. Russian? No. I could see that kind working. Of. That sounds delicious. Cream. Let's go make that. It is really good. Can cream. I yeah. have that? That sounds great. Like an hour and a half, right? Because it's not dark yet. <laughs> if you go to a gay bar, it's called the cocksucker. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I love it. So go and ask for a cocksucker. That's the, it's chocolate the same drink? Chocolate it's a white Russian. Oh, okay. Oh, so essentially it's a white Russian, but in a gay bar. Well, that's bar, what I was a... telling her. It sounds okay. like a white Russian, or potentially it's someone who just drinks Wait, little. so is a cocksucker just ordering a white Russian, but in a gay bar? Pretty much, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Except that the person who drinks the most Russians was the uh, the dude from Big Lebowski, and he's not a cocksucker. He's a badass. He is. Wow. So... You don't know that for sure. It's just called a cocksucker. It doesn't mean <laughs> just you're... Just yeah. yeah. Just because you enjoy sex with other men does not mean you're gay. Oh, yeah. That's, That's very true. <laughs> Sergio, what's one of your rules? Uh, I actually have three rules. Uh, I have to see you up close because everyone looks good across the street. Mm. I have to see you in daylight. Mm. Everyone looks good at a bar at night. And I have to see you three times. If those three things go well, I think, oh, there's potential here. Wow. Rule of threes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the, the last rule had three things in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely understand. I mean, I've that's a T-shirt. A, I've he's he's yeah. OCD oh. in like fractal formation. And I also have another rule. When in doubt, spit it out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Uh, yeah, it looks like we have a quorum of people now. Uh, Matthew Quirk, tell us your rule, and then we'll get started out here. Jeez, I don't know about rule. I mean, I guess empty the piss bucket every day. Wow. One of the side effects of living in a van, huh? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's not a rule. That's just like, that's, just, that's wow. like, you know, like brushing your teeth. You like, you got to do it. <laughs> you say it's not a rule, but you, some people will let that shit build up. Yeah. How many other people do you know that live in vans? Well, Is there a whole community? There was the, there was, um... Uh, Ethan Albers lived in a bus. Okay. You know, Brady Holt lived in a car. Doesn't don't they still? Don't they still? Uh, to my knowledge, actually, neither of them still do. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. But the point so is, you're all alone then. You got no van buddies. <laughs> if I if I lived if in I'm van, alive, I would find other people that lived in van, and I would park van next to them, and they'd be like my neighbors. Bar a cup of sugar. Yeah, no, exactly. If you think I'm relying on Brady Holt uh, yeah. for my life out there in the streets. You're wrong. Journey's still a van dweller. <laughs> yeah, Journey. Journey Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Hilarious comedian. Awesome but it's it's an easy thing she to let sort of build box. up for a date or two because you get something that's way bigger than capacity. So it's like, oh, you know. Does it come with a lid? Mine does. Yeah. Then that may, I can see that piling up because yeah. you can't smell it if it has. A and lid. if you're really smart, you'll put that bucket in another bucket. Buckets ah. and buckets. Whoa! Spillage, spillage is no good. Put that box no. inside of another no box. No bueno. Leave that box to myself. Uh, hey, let's. Uh, we'll get out there. It looks like we have a quorum of people. We can yeah. start doing jokes for each other. Excellent. Joke workshop. Okay. Uh, yay! Yay! Today, uh, yay! Fun podcast time. We're listening to. Uh, we're listening to uh, Swiss. We're listening to the Swiss International Songs, which is very, very exciting. And uh, we're going to get started with the Joke Workshop. We have enough comedians. Yay! All right. Who wants to go first? Matt, Matthew was, Matt Quirk was here first. We'll have him go first. Well, there's only four of us here, if you're a comedian or not. So... Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. Hey. All right, clap if you've been watching FIFA. All right, World Cup action. All right, here it is, 2018. America, we have to start calling that game football because I am no longer comfortable saying soccer. I agree with that. Soccer. Thank you. Uh... So, in keeping things topical, as I like to do with the news updates, uh, you guys are all aware of Space Force, right? Space Force. Yeah, Space Force, where nobody can hear your bone spurs. Yeah, how fucked up is Trump about immigrants that he is starting a Space Force because he thinks they're going to start dropping in from the moon or something? What the fuck? How do you know you got a bloated military? You start a Space Force. That's my opinion. Anyway, what else am I talking about being all topical and everything? Oh, man. This is dragging. Thanks, thanks. I'm all talked out from that podcast. That round of applause gave me. Now that I can look into the eyes of the two people in the audience, it's not relaxing me at all up here on stage, actually. 
uh, I had more time. Oh, yeah. So, um, the uh, fires up north, man. Do you guys hear about these fires? Yeah. Um, oh, I blew it by starting with that because I was trying to make myself think. So, I'm thinking of buying some land up in Napa or Yolo County. I hear they're having a fire sale on land, guys. Yeah. Yeah, the property up there, it's on fire. It's smoking hot. It won't stay this way forever. I don't know about you, but uh, I feel that joke is under 0% containment right now. Thank you. Yeah. Do you realize how many multi-millions of dollars of pot farms up there are burning up and all that thing? Which totally explains why it's taking them so long to put the fires out, quite frankly. Hard to get to work under those conditions. Anyway, so Justice Kennedy is retiring, clearing the way for the, for the uh, Republican Party to nominate the angel of death to the Supreme Court, their greatest dream. It's all in an effort to re repeal Roe v. Wade, right? But the joke's on them, right? The angel of death is for abortion. Yeah. He loves little baby murder. Big hit with that guy. So anyway, keeping it real. As you guys know, I'm out there on the streets. It's been a year since my transition. I'm always reminded of that every great pride. It's a year since my transition from an apartment to a van. My van-zition. People are like, hey, you're a comic living in your van. You're going to be one of them road comics, take your act on the road. It's like, no, man, I'm a comic because I live in my van and I need access to toilets without having to purchase anything. That's how it is. Actually, though, I do see a, I do see a bright future for my comedy career in the van. I'm taking a page out of Jerry Seinfeld's book. He's got this show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. So I'm going to start my own podcast, Open Micers in My Van, In My Van. I think it's going somewhere. Ah, the lights. I feel, all right. Is this my good side? Where did the lady go? Is she a cop? <laughs> Working for ABC. I know. She's like, no one's drinking. So anyway, we got dead air here. I should probably say something. Yay. You know, it's not all bad lose living in your van. Uh, although I did come across, I did come across another parking ticket in my van. Yeah, making my rent over the past year a total of $226. Yeah, who's the idiot now, right? I thought I'd get a lot more pussy in that van, I got to tell you. I mean, I own my own home in San Francisco. It's got to be worth something. Don't worry, I know what all your gold diggers are thinking, right? What neighborhood? What neighborhood? Anyone I want. That's what neighborhood. I feel like this has been a long four minutes, Pam. Oh, yeah. I, I was just letting you go. Oh, okay. Because I, I was hoping to get stopped sometime around the angel of death. All right. So uh, that's it. Let's turn this to comments and move it along for the rest of the comedians. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Yay. Oh, now the pressure's on. Only two people to make comments. Oh, three people. I'm here. Oh, right. Three. Sorry. 
Angela Death Joke is phenomenal. It's very, very funny. Because it's absolutely, you might even want to like give a little bit more about the, you know, how it actually killed the firstborn sons or give a little bit of the Egyptian Passover kind of, just to maybe, it doesn't have to be a lot, just a couple words like in a tag after it, like, what do you think Passover was about? Yeah. You know, or something like that. I, I wish you had help. slaughtered a lamb now, don't you? Yeah, right? You slaughter, you, don't worry about slaughtering a lamb. They're going to slaughter your baby. Or, you know, that's like... So anyway, I like the angel of death joke. I feel like you have an extra tag on there somewhere. And um, the same thing, if you're going to use the word, I thought I was going to get pussy in my van. I, I kind of feel like you set yourself up to be like, but I can't have a cat. That's totally... That's why I thought you were going. Because you can't have huh. a cat in a van. It's like impossible. Also, also... Cat. Oh, you have to find a find a find a find a microphone. Oh, sorry. There you go. Find a mic. Oh, up in find the front a there's a microphone. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's, we're still on the radio, so I'm trying to find. It. We're on the radio. You gotta use the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were in showbiz. Be gentle. It's my first time. That's just you're just there's no untying the knot. You can come back. You can come back in here. That'll work. No, when you said the thing about cats, I thought, oh, cats don't like to be in car and moving vehicles. I thought you were going to say something about, I thought it was going to get a lot of pussy, but turns out cats don't like to be in moving vehicles or something to that effect. I yeah. thought cats too. Just if you're going to use the word pussy, because you could say many other words for having sex with women. So if you sort of give the audience that word, we kind of set up for it. It's like a, it's like a volley. Yeah. I think maybe you were the only two people who thought of cats when I said that. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> but it works both ways. I mean, but that's where the well, turn is. I know it's an easy turn, and maybe you think it's hack, yeah. but it never hurts to have a cat joke. People love cat jokes. Yeah, okay. Mm. Cat jokes. I mean, yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, I think the pussy thing is fine. I wonder if there's something else to punch it, to take it. I mean, what you said was good about I own my own property or a neighborhood. Yeah, that's really funny. So maybe build that up somehow. Because the, the pussy was a total setup for me. I'm like, uh-oh, something's coming. Yeah, say pussy more. <laughs> <laughs> all those fails, just say pussy. i tell pussy. you, that's one thing I'm getting from all three of you. More pussy. pussy. More about pussy. More, I more. Oh, that's it. Stop. Full stop. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, see, there you go. Josh, ah. do you have any comments? I didn't know I was doing that. I knew no, to die. Oh, that's cool. You just came by to do jokes. Yeah, I did. Cool. I was gonna say I he don't know. He was gonna hide behind all the other comedians making comments, but nobody's what, here. What happened to that lady? I want to know if she's a narc for real. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I didn't even smoke any pot or anything. So it's she, like this she didn't is the ask most you any questions. Dying day. Yeah. No, she was like, "Aren't there usually more people here?" And I'm like, "Oh, she yeah. did ask me that as well." And, and I said, like, "It's my first time." Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Usually, there's more people. Hey, man, if you can't perform in front of a room of three people with cold, dead eyes staring off into the nothingness, <laughs> and you're just not a comic, you man. You, you're powering through. Everybody, hands together. For Matthew Quirk. Yay! Swiss. Swiss. It's the Swiss. The Swiss are going to win tomorrow, hopefully, for Jan. Uh, it's Jan Sommer. He's the most beautiful man that ever meant. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he's going to tell us some jokes. He runs a great room sometimes on some Wednesdays, whenever, at the saloon. I always have a good time there. Josh Holub! Stay in the back if you want. It might be fun if I just performed to a room of emptiness. I mean, that could be fun. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, this is this is just fun and games, right? Let's put a couple dollars in this thing. A lot of people put quarters in here, huh? I was gonna, <laughs> as I moved right down the street now, and I, I didn't have much money, but I did have some quarters, and I felt like that was rude to put quarters. Yeah? I, I, I do laundry now, so I, have, I, I keep all my quarters. I don't have in-house laundry anymore. I don't have a joke, but I feel like it's important uh, to know, for you guys to know, that I now have to go to a laundromat um, because things are going great. Things are going great. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I'm fucking into it. I'm a little stoned now, so this is fun. I can tell some jokes. I got a new, uh, there's a new person in my life. Things are going pretty well. I got a, got a new girlfriend, but I don't call her my girlfriend because uh, I respect her. She's not a girl. Um, she's a woman. I call her my lady friend or my woman friend. Uh, but I feel like it doesn't really matter because she just calls me bitch boy. What's up with that? So that's, that's not nice. It's rude. She keeps saying, come for me, bitch boy. Come for me. That's what she says. And I come because I listen to my lady friend. I listen and I come. I come. <laughs> a person walking. I would love to uh, have a person walk by and see me talking about coming. And so you see no one else in here. It's just a person and a microphone talking about coming. And I'd like to know what they think is going on in here. I come. I said I come. So that's fun. Uh, I know things are going good um, with the relationship because I recently deleted a folder in my computer entitled Tax Documents 2012. Uh, now, some people uh, might know what that, that folder is, uh, but the folder for me, tax documents, is where I keep all my porno. That's where I go to jerk off. That's where I hide my dirty, dirty fuck films, is in tax documents. Every guy's got a folder where they, they're trying to pretend like there's no porn in there. Yeah, I'm not doing taxes. I haven't done taxes since 9-11. If the government's not going to do their job, I'm not going to do mine. Fuck that. I go and jerk off to my tax documents. Fuck yeah, it's some weird shit in there. And everyone's got that uh, the weird folder that they hide. They pretend like, oh yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't figure it out. These kids, they're, they're. I'm not gonna make fun of a 12 year old boy. <laughs> the purpose of this joke is to then talk to the audience and guess what their uh, porn folder would be labeled. Pam's would be drunk kittens. I'm assuming. I don't know. Jason's would be uh, clean vans. I don't know. <laughs> Van stuff. Van guy, baby. I don't know enough about you. You just seem a nice... You're a very... I can't get a read on you because you don't even like even... I like... As I dress the same way, there's no logos or anything. You're just wearing a t-shirt and pants. There's nothing descriptive about it. That's not a bad thing. That's just... Um, I feel like you could be a serial killer. That's what I'm trying to say. Serial killer. That's the name of your porn video. All right. So no, it just says, I am not a serial killer. And it's just a bunch of weird porn. That wouldn't be creepy at all. I keep my porn in a folder titled, I am not a serial killer. Please don't open. <laughs> it's just guys with knives and next to dicks. <laughs> I can only come with a knife next to me. I don't know about you guys. I need the threat of, of, of violence for me to even, uh, even think about coming, to even engage in the possibility that I may have an orgasm. This lady knows what I'm talking about. I need to fear death. I need a loaded gun <laughs> to my head. To my, and by the way, Anthony Bourdain did not kill himself. He was fucking jerking off while strangling himself, right? 
I think it's less embarrassing to kill yourself than to get caught uh, masturbating while strangling yourself. I think I feel like that's what's happening here, and no one wants to talk about. It, but I'm going to tell the truth. God damn it, Anthony Bourdain seems like a great man. I don't know the man. There's a lot of. Um, people talking like they were very sad about Anthony Bourdain dying and I was um I was happy that I could now again uh, pretend to watch all his episodes because no one watches cooking shows who is actually watching cooking shows no one is you put it on and then it's on and you're doing other things like doing your taxes or you know other things you get high it's a cooking show there's not it's not required viewing you put it on and it's cool to glance at it's like oh that that empanada looks great uh, let's go back to Jerking off. All right, let's go. Fucking, uh, let's see what's on Reddit and uh, jerking off on Reddit. Oh yeah, Anthony Bourdain's on the TV though. He seems like a great guy. It's just like a cool cooking show. It's a good cooking show. Um, but uh, Anthony Bourdain definitely um, accidentally killed himself while masturbating. There's, I'm not judging. You know, everyone's got to get off. Everyone's got to get off. By the way, the name of uh, the folder that Anthony Bourdain hides his porn in is entitled Suicide Girls. So there you go. Boom. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck <laughs> yeah, man! I, I stretched that out for five minutes. That's pretty good. Um, I I just um, I just got back from Detroit, uh, and I was on an airplane. And this is the first time I took weed with me on the airplane. I took up my vape pen because now that weed is legal here in California, I take weed everywhere with me. It's just what I got to do. I'm not even a big weed smoker, but I now I am now because it's legal. And I take the I took my vape pen on with me through. It was surprisingly easy to get my vape pen through security. I was going through security and it was in my bag and I saw the two people look at each other and they both nodded that yes that was a vape pen and then they just went eh they shrugged their shoulders and then they let it go through and so then I got high in an airplane and let me tell you what everyone should be high on an airplane all the time it makes flying so much easier get a seat by the toilet and go into the fucking toilet and vape your fucking weed vape and it makes the flight that much better. There's no joke there. It's just crazy. That's the world we live in now. You can just bring weed wherever you go. It's, it's just where we live. When I was a kid, I was people were getting arrested for weed. And now it's just like a thing that everyone does. It's amazing. I should have a joke there. There should be a punchline there. But uh, I suppose um, I don't need to work on anything else, really. Because, um, you know, Pam gave me. Cool. All right. Thank you. Josh Holub, yay! yay! I don't need to be on stage. You can talk to me while I sit. Yeah, you could, you could sit down with the microphone in your face. You you are so personable, and yeah. I love your crowd work, and I think that just you talking is fucking entertaining as fuck. And I like the through line of the tax documents, but I think you could have worked a little harder with Anthony Bourdain's, because it is a great callback. And, I mean, you just have to do a little research on him. You could call it Steak Freet. You could call it cause Steak Freet. Yeah, oh, the name of his the por- name of his porn. Oh, okay, yeah. He owned a restaurant called Le Howe, and they basically did like French bistro food, and it was like Steak Freet. But there's you could you know Steak Tartare. Yeah, you could call it. He really loved know, Vietnam. No reservation outtakes, or yeah, yeah like you know Vietnamese. Yeah, his re- <laughs> his reservations his folder. Re- yeah, <laughs> his reservations folder. These are, that was the folder uh, of yeah. his reservations. Canceled like, reservations. reservations. Yeah. yeah, that would be funny. And I'm so glad you brought us the truth of Anthony Bourdain. I never even thought that he would have died by masturbating. I just thought that he was depressed. Oh, I tell you, I'm right with you with that. I've been thinking it the whole time. But one of the things is... Why would they just say that? 
that's right. So they totally said it about David himself. Carradine and a bunch of other. Like they used to try to hide that because like rock stars would like do it. They'd be like, oh, they hung themselves at their on, on their reunion tour, and it's like, the oh, he was in excess yeah. guy. The yeah. in excess guy, Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins died that way. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and David Carradine. For, but they used to they used to call that suicide, and then they started being like, wow, this was autoerotic, and like Carradine is a perfect example of that. Right. My my buddy's husband died that way. Yeah. It was an accident. He was leaning over in a chair and he'd done it a million times before. Of course it's an accident. His neck. Yeah. He had a what? Or so he was jerking off? Or? He, he had a belt thing that he'd use and he'd tie it up to this one end and he'd lean over in a chair and he'd jerk off and he'd done it like, I guess, all the time. Whoa. And then she came home one day and he'd accidentally died. Whoa, that I mean, is so fucking crazy to well, me. Well, face it, man. You come especially hard one time and like you lean into that lean choke into thing and you're just out before you have a chance yeah. to save yourself. That's why I'd be afraid to do that because then you'd have to always do that. Well, Correct. And then you, but then you, pa- you, yeah, if you pass out, you can, and then you're, So uh-oh. on that note, uh, yeah. yeah, that's an oh, old one. What was it? I've heard he that came, a million he times. He came and went. So, uh, oh. by the way, they, there's not like... How do you know the difference? Like, the, you talk to cops who are on those cases, and they're like, oh, there's like a 100% difference between a suicide and an autoerotic accident. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no conflating the two. Like, so, well, exactly. So, so I don't like, know why they wouldn't just out that with Bourdain if that's what it was. And, and it was the week after Kate Spade. So they're like, oh, they found Kate Spade who hung herself with her she, own scarf. Oh, wow. She hung herself with her own... That's crazy. One, I know, because she made these scarves that were like $500 scarves or whatever. And so she hung herself with her own scarf. So that, I think, was like not awesome. Yeah, that's, that's quite a statement. <laughs> right? Killing yourself with your own product. That's crazy. Wow. But that's she one behind thing. behind it. She's, uh, she's said, that yeah. she fell down. She hung behind. It. <laughs> she I don't want to make a joke there, but that it is. But the Anthony Bourdain thing was—I I, I really enjoyed that because that makes me happy that he would have gone that way. Because I, I, the whole time I've been trying to wrap my brain around like he had everything. That is funny. That was funny. Uh, did you kind of just go off on your own at the beginning? Were you just? doing stuff yeah that laundry bit was very relatable <laughs> there's that was not an actual bit no well, I, know, I, mean, I, just I was just talking that you were able to whip all that out just on the spot i was like oh that's really good so i was just like i was impressed by that i was like oh oh thank you i just get stoned and then talk yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and see what happens answers to everything huh stone I, I, I thought that also i really enjoyed late the lady friend that She's not your girlfriend because you don't want to like infantilize her or whatever. She's a lady or a woman friend. But I thought that instead of bitch boy, you could be bitch friend. Bitch friend. Okay. I, I don't th- know. I've, I've toyed with that joke for a month. Yeah. And I settled on bitch boy, but I'm open to other punches. What else did you have in mind? Because you do friend friend. If you're going to not yeah. do a third friend, then I think it should be lady friend or woman hug buddy. Bitch boy. Do you know what I mean? Like something different. Than I, yeah, friend. there needs to be a step where like she would, in my head, it's she would call me boyfriend, but instead she calls me bitch boy or boy bitch, maybe boy bitch. Right. I don't know. No. But that's that's my logic. I'm not saying it's right, but. I would just, I would set it up. If you say that you call her your lady friend, give, don't say also a woman friend. Give yourself a woman, like a special. Just a one thing. Yeah, like a different name for it. Like something wacky. Oh, okay. So, like, oh, yeah. I call her my lady friend or my woman. Yeah, my, like, tootie fruity or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, right. And then you say, that is I don't want to be called boyfriend. I let her call her. She calls me bitch boy. That feels like a really good note. Thank you. I will do. I will try that later. Just but come up with funky because you, yeah. you can play with that too. Like every I, that, time you that makes the it. I think that makes the punchline more palatable. 
<laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Easier transition. Yeah. The part two when you said she tells me to come and I come because I listen to her. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a nice little transition to that. And it works with bitch boy because bitch is a female dog. So that's a yeah. come thing. And it's all, I'm all about You're just bitching. giving females power and power, female empowerment. And that's what my jokes are all about. Yeah. <laughs> very night 2018 very, very modern man this would one. you like my soccer joke <laughs> do you, do you, uh, yeah I didn't, like, I didn't care for that one <laughs> do you guys have any other any other notes for Josh no I agree with the personal thing and just hearing him talk I like that too he can yeah, just sort of go up there and talk about read the newspaper and it's like hey I'll listen for a minute yeah there's a cool way in which he delivered I was just like oh wow you're a good talker man yeah it's very entertaining man uh, yay Thank Josh you. Olive yay yay <laughs> This wish, yay! This wish are happening. I love it. Sergio, you want to go up? Sure, I'll try it. I mean, yay! I'll see if I can deliver it. Hey, everybody, put that your hands good. together for our next comedian. He's been hanging out with us this whole time. It's been fun, everybody. Sergio! Hi. Yeah, it's my first time here. So, um, you know, the whole thing about masturbating and accidentally killing yourself, I have a rule on that. If, if I can't, I only have two hands. And if I cannot do it with these two hands, it's just not worth doing. I have a friend of mine who is uh, into redheads, will only specifically date redheads. And with that, they need to have pink nipples and a pink butthole. So he has a collage of buttholes that he's collected. This person can be well-traveled, educated, employed, but if the nipples are not pink or the butthole's not pink, he'll pass. Which I totally, I, I, I just don't get that. Um, <laughs> he is very OCD about things, I tell ya. Um, so let's see. Um, so the thing that scares me about doing uh, stand-up comedy is that I'll eventually run into one of my exes. I'm okay if I ran into one of my exes, but ideally I'd run into them with my car. Um, as I look around, I'm happy to say that I have not had sex with anyone in here. Um, <laughs> he says, mainly because most of you still live in your parents' basement. And I have standards. Um, let's see. Um, I learned about sex from my uncle. Don't panic. There's a happy ending here. Um, I was about six years old and my uncle would visit and I had no idea what he was doing. Um, it took me a while to learn how to give a proper hand job. Um, give me a break. I had small hands and I would tire out quickly. Um, but turns out my uncle is a liar. He said if you, if you stroke your, my junk daily that it would get bigger. Um, total lie, and like a, most good Catholics, I stroked it daily. Um, being Catholic, this new discovery came with a little side of shame. So I only used my left hand because I thought I used my right hand for everything. So I was trying to avoid using my right hand. Um, what else did I say? <laughs> so this is what I was working on this morning, and I thought, let me see what I can do with it. Um, somehow I find the taboo of sex and inappropriateness funny. I'm just trying to figure out a way to make them uh, connect them to make them funny. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I've been working on. Uh, we'll see what I get out of it. <laughs> Sex ah. and inappropriateness, yay! Yes. Are you keeping going or? Oh no no no! That's oh. literally this morning. I thought, let me work on something and see what I can come up with. So, so sex and inappropriateness. I mean, I don't want to be the only thing I talk about, but I just find that funny. Right, but what's, so what parts of inappropriate oh, sex? Oh, the, the uncle bit. The, uh, I, I love your uncle bit uncle. with the tiny hands. I thought that's very, I mean, with the, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good place to go. Yeah. I don't know, what do you think? So the whole, oh yeah. 
Well, you started with the uncle bit, but it didn't seem to go anywhere. You need to... Tiny hands. Yeah, somehow that's where it ended. Tiny hands. He said hands. It, they would grow. Oh. I don't know if his dick would grow or your hands would grow. <laughs> I was, oh, I, 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 would, I missed. I, mean, I missed. No, I was... You know what? Because I was thinking about... So, uh, off the uncle thing, earlier you were telling me you were going to say, if you ever followed me, you were talking about the guys that live in their house or their van. <laughs> and uh, So, I when left. you started that and you missed it, I was like... Damn it! That was his. There was his opportunity to, you know. That is true. I was going to do that, but then I thought, oh, I'm not going to do it. I was also just going to make a joke about him having a girlfriend. (laughs) And thought, wasn't that the funniest joke? He thinks we think he had a girlfriend. (laughs) No one's going to believe that. (laughs) She's from Canada. She goes. She has a different school, you guys. Yeah, she's from Niagara Falls. She's also blind. Canada, you wouldn't know. Yeah, she knows Jan Brady. Uh, there, there was one thing you did when you said that the you punched down to the audience, and I would avoid doing that when you said, "Oh, all of you guys live in your parents' basement." Oh, uh, you, I was specifically referring to comics. No, no, right. So, oh. and and you can do that. I mean, you're in a room full of comics, so it kind of makes sense. But just as a general idea. It's hard to punch down on an audience because, and especially at the beginning, because you're trying to make them like you. Yeah. And if you say like, "You all live in your parents' basements," and they'll be like, "Oh," like they just feel it when you punch down to them. Gotcha. So you want to like, it's the best target is to punch down to yourself. But I know where you're coming from on that, where you're like, I mean, the crux of your joke is like, "I'm better than you." Kind of. Well, the whole thing is that a lot of comedians I've noticed will go up and they talk about their ex-girlfriends and ex-girlfriends. Then I thought, huh, I wonder what I can do with that. Mm. So that's what kind of drove that idea of like, because they'll say something about still living at home or in their sure, car. Sure, 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 sure. And then I thought, maybe I can connect it somehow. Sure. But you're right. If it's not a room full of comedians, even then they might not like it or get it. Right. Okay. So I have to work on that. You're not going to win Without, yeah. And I think originally, I, the original, when I originally wrote it before I even thought about the comedian bit was, um, you know, I'll flirt with someone, we go on a date, then they relocate. So the punch was definitely going to come down on me, but I somehow started thinking about comedians. Yeah. But good to know. Yeah. yeah don't worry about them. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever point your jokes toward them ever. Don't ever. Don't good point though. Them. I'll keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you have great you have great stage presence and just even you being in here on the podcast earlier you're super fun to talk to you're super quick you're like you're witty and fast and you're okay. <laughs> like no and you're you're personable and you're fun to watch on stage so you like have and you're good with microphones already so you're you already have a couple steps up than most people I mean it's only your this is your fourth time ever fifth fifth so that's I mean that you're that you are using the microphone correctly and we can hear you. Oh, okay. that's amazing. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. No, oh, good. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, oh, you should people, have seen the first time I, I was wrestling people, it. People, yeah, people are. Yeah. Here. They're under here. You're right in the microphone. Yeah. That. Oh, good. Thank itself, you. You're, you were, you were looking at your audience. You're you were connecting shy. with us. I have a moment. <laughs> it's not your fifth time. <laughs> but just that in itself that you're so new and you already have those skills down. Okay, is good. Really great. You wrote some jokes and they were good. Uh, I think you need some space in between some of the punchlines. They were almost too short. Okay. I think there was, I can't remember the first joke you said. I like the, um, um, there's a happy ending joke. Oh, okay. I think, oh, good. I, th- I think they came, not pun unintended, the punchline came too fast. <laughs> too fast. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need to breathe a little bit before the punchline. And you're personable enough to where you can just, you can say the setup uh, and then the, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's never bad to have the joke as short as possible, but 
Some of your jokes, I think, could use like some space in between to make them a little bit longer. So that add, add a sense. little bit more to it. Yeah. Or? What's the, okay. there was the? You had a joke in the beginning. Oh no, it was just when you were talking about your friend. Oh, so, was that a joke or were you just talking? Oh no, that is well, it's a joke, but it's literally one of my friends. Okay, too. Yeah. I did a bit before. That's creepy. Yeah, I did your a bit before creepy. about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's very smart, but he is a little creepy. So I mean, the first joke I did for this when I said, you know, what scares the scary thing about doing stand up is the risk of seeing one of your exes in the oh, audience. Right. Yeah. And then I say, I'm totally okay running into my exes. Ideally with my car. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a joke yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. yeah. that's a good joke. So a longer pause or? Well, in general, you do, you are a fast thinker and a fast talker and you might want to talk slower yeah. and or just do some jokes. pauses. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you can rattle through something and it's like, wait, what did he say? And then you're in the punchline and you're like, wait, what was the punchline? Gotcha. And like, you don't give it time to settle with people or get them confused for something or get them with you know so t- p- yeah possibly so talking slower pause and in? pauses well, okay you know write if if you ever write your stuff out i started writing the word are there pause. Any commas? yeah there you go see <laughs> i started good. writing pause because i'm a fast talker well I, are there any yeah. commas in there do you use punctuation i do well i said punctuation I'm totally- has a reality to it like a comma is a pause you know that's and, true i did a dot 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 so i said oh, ideally i'd run into yeah. i said i'm totally okay running with into my exes dot 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 ideally yeah. comma with my car think of a yeah, breath yeah, 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 okay yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. yes i gotta think i gotta and that's good joke that's a good one-liner joke construction like i, you, I gotta set it up slow it down and then you change the expectation so the thing about my uncle is i learned about sex from my uncle don't panic there's a happy ending. Yeah, no, but that's funny. Don't panic. There's <laughs> a happy yeah, ending. But that's very funny because especially if you if you react to it that way, that's super funny because like happy ending is also like yeah. when you come, it's a happy ending. And yeah. Play, right. So I get the double entendre and it's very funny. Okay. So <laughs> that was the point too. Saying slower and pauses is slow yeah. pauses. So I have to l- practice those pauses. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It does. They're well-written, funny jokes, though. And then what? I was six years old when my uncle would visit, and I had no idea what was going on. It took me a while to learn how to give a proper hand job. <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. I had small hands. Right. All of that stuff is good. It's well-written. It's just a matter of your delivery at this the point. Pause. So okay. once it's memorized, and you can give, yeah. and you have the personality, so you can give people a little look, and you can be a little cheeky. You know, I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, there's two ways to take it. There's yeah. like side eye. That was good side eye, right? Oh yeah. There, there's there's two ways to perform it. There's the way of like I don't even know what I'm saying when you say happy ending, being oblivious to it gotcha. and going through it. Like I didn't know. I it's fall here. It took me a long time to learn how. To, so like you can come at it from a way of being like I'm a big dummy. I don't even know I'm being funny right now. Gotcha. Or you okay. can come at it from a way of like I'm a I'm this way and I'm just letting you know. So it's just okay how you choose to perform those well-written jokes excellent okay cool thank you this is cool because <laughs> at home i just come to my own conclusions <laughs> <laughs> well you and there's always a happy ending there too yeah. <laughs> i come to my own conclusions get it unless you're anthony bourdain then you're dead you're dead you don't come anymore sorry that was josh's jokes about anthony yeah bourdain. Uh, I enjoy you very much, Sergio, and I Excellent. hope that you come back to Mutiny Radio. Yeah, uh, and I'll bunch work on this for sure. Yeah, it's only your fifth time, dude. Like, you know, welcome to the group. It's however many. Did someone just walk in? Yes. Arjun. Oh, it's Arjun. Yay. All right. Well, we'll just. And you're up we'll next. Just bring you're him on. up. You're on. Hey, everybody. He's got to take off his helmet. He's doing I was going to say, yeah, he's right. going to blow off his nose or do blow. Oh, okay. Safety third. Did you bring enough on. for everyone? Yeah. 
<laughs> Sharing is caring. It's, that's absolutely true. Well, everybody clap one more time. Thanks so much for being here. Sergio! I am super into this Swiss traditional music. Go Switzerland. Uh, your next comedian, he has blown his nose. He is ready to go up on stage. He just got off a bike. His hair looks awesome. He looks like an Indian soccer player. They didn't make the World Cup. Put your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. Hey, once we get proper, once we get proper nutritional and then an e- education infrastructure and then a sports infrastructure, it's over for you motherfuckers. Okay, because there are a lot of really tall Indian people. We're a very genetically diverse group of people. So we could fuck shit up if we had like proper infrastructure shit. So yeah. Anyways, I just how long is this set? Because is it forever? No, I, I just, I, I'll 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 honk you at three or four. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, cause it's just how many people is this? It? I saw the list. Is this the all the people who have been here the whole time? Yes. What the fuck? I how, don't know what's going on. What's go- have you just been chilling and been hanging? Yeah, we did a podcast at the beginning. Don't oh, worry, okay. I won't start your time. That's yet. weird. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I was like, does everybody hate me or is it like the No, that's it definitely the, not the it. Weekend? It has nothing to do with you. It's probably just okay, the good. long weekend. The repeat, maybe everyone's just going to Milk Bar tonight because Milk Bar was crowded. So, you know, just Mike scheduling, Mike Quirks. Hey, Matthew Quirk. <laughs> yeah. You know, who knows? I don't know. Usually, this, I was worried this place would be over because usually it is, but you guys just chilled out. What are you doing here, Josh? Okay, here's me doing. Oh, I'm trying to do crowd work more, but this doesn't count. I'm going to be like, hey, you're fucking white, dude. <laughs> you look so uncomfortable. Uh, you're like, don't talk to me, man. Yeah, that's me doing crowd work. I saw Sanj do it. Sanj is really good at crowd work now. Did you guys know that? Okay, here's me doing a joke. I am on medication, and taking medication is like living life with a condom on. You're safer, but you feel less. Huh? That's a really good explanation for what medication feels like. Like, I have, like, even if it's not that good a joke, it's like, it explains everything. I want to talk about it. I have been good i've been good i the place i live like it look the place where i live it looks like i can't afford it but it smells like i can't afford it uh that joke came to me in a dream (laughs) i dreamt it i woke up and i wrote it down and it's great i love doing stand-up another joke i realized i was finally over my ex when i stopped feeling the need to exercise Because, like, once I was emotionally healthy, I didn't need to be physically healthy. I was good. I only need to be healthy in one quadrant of my life, and I'm feeling fine. I need to exercise more. I have to see my ex tomorrow at a party at my house. Anyways, I hate that. Anyway, what's the deal with airline food? Am I right? What? What? Okay, here's a... Honestly, it's because you're you're at a higher altitude. You're at lower pressure, so your tongue can't taste salt as well. And so you don't like it. It's n- that's a thing I heard on the internet. Yeah, it's a thing I read on Reddit, and a lot of the time, there was a time when all my opinions were just opinions I had read on Reddit, and now it's a very carefully curated selection of opinions I've read on Reddit. Like I don't hit. Je- I used to hate. I used to think gypsies were c- thieves. Like I thought that was a thing. I thought that was just a commonly known fact because it was a heavily upvoted statement on Reddit. Turns out Reddit's just full of racists. Like, that's why it was a heavily upvoted thing, because it's full of alt-right Nazis. No, it's full of alt-light not-seeing-the-truths. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Why? Okay, 
I don't think you should give me notes on my set because I haven't I've told one joke I've told two jokes and they are here's one I am a feminist in the same way most people are Catholic in that I really believe in all of it but I need to be doing more like I know I should be doing more like I don't inconvenience myself to be a feminist like because disrespecting women is so easy like it it takes such little effort and like it takes so much effort to treat a human being with respect especially when you're having like you want stuff from like if you're having sex with someone you have to like be honest about your feelings and that might be bad for them and they might want to stop having sex with you and so you but you should do it anyways i'm gonna start doing that i'm gonna start being honest about my feelings okay fine you guys got me i'm a better man now I will be honest about my feelings. I think abstinence-only education doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work, but it could. I think abstinence-only education could work if we just changed the way we taught it. Is that a comedian? No, that's a motorcyclist. Oh, okay. Well, it might be a motorcycle-riding comedian. No, none of us are that cool. What about Matthew uh, Banks? He rides a motorcycle. He goes like... And, vroom, vroom. and he's so cool that he's moving to New York. That's Yeah, yeah. for a job. Yeah. yeah, he's got a great story. Yeah. I think it is. Are you a comedian? Absolutely not. Oh. That's, no, it's, it's George from the next show. What? Oh, he did a sweet <laughs> roast of me. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was like, it seems neither are you. That's so funny. That was a solid roast, dude. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Everyone give him a round of applause. Yeah, okay. Oh, thank the Lord. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, absence-only education could work. There it is. I was in the middle of something, but then George very cleverly <laughs> made my set better. That's what I call heckling. I don't call... Actually, you know what? Here's, a he- here's my... Res- somebody heckle me. You suck. Okay. Your hair, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you guys what my ex-girlfriend told me. Don't talk, you'll ruin it. Uh, 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 That's my response to helpful hecklers. Okay, here's my absence-only education joke. Absence-only education could work if instead of teaching kids why sex is bad, they just told them why Magic the Gathering is good. Uh, Ending with a magic joke, like a champion. I play Magic the Gathering. I uh, think Magic the Gathering nerd. is hot. Well, hot. So I just want to say, uh, lay off the quirk humor, Banerjee. Ah, boo. Yeah, like lay off. That's my that's my territory. Uh, anyway, uh, I w- I had a question about your your seeing your ex girlfriend at a party at your house. Was this an arranged girlfriend? Ah, get it? Because I'm fucking Indian and she's Indian, and so our parents must have set it up. Ah, but now you do get it. No, it wasn't Matthew. You racist. You white devil. What up? What? You want to fucking fight? I'll fight you. And there's something have, there's something about Reddit, too. Like, it's, you know, that I was trying to, I don't know, like. Bits? Okay. You I, do, you no, do. to add up to your thing. You could use that, like, in your own sense. Like, I have to see her at this party I'm going to because she was an arranged girlfriend, so. I'm not going to say that, Matthew, and you know why. It's because that's racist. But if you said it's funnier, it's racist I I when I say, say it. it it's hilarious yeah, when you it's say it. It's racist when we say it. It's funny when you say it. Yeah. Uh, I have something that's not racist. Um, Boo. Right. Only when you said. Advice. You, you said. Talk to, in an Indian accent. 
Hey, so I wish I could. But the, I think that I loved your joke about the medication, um, like swear, wearing a condom. But then I think that you can go farther with it and say, like, but who wears condoms? Ah, <laughs> I sure don't. Hey. So we, we, I always get soft when I put a condom on. So then it just ruins. But that's, so but just, that stuff's funny. That's funny to talk about with the medications because you probably get soft with the medication it too. It does. It makes yeah. it so much harder for me to jack off. Do you know how many times I've jacked off in the past month? Okay, this is very funny. Four times. That's it. I was going to say six. Damn it. Four times. I am 21 years old. I used to jack off every day, but since I've been taking this medication, it never... I, I, I It's an event. I have to plan it out. I have to be like, okay, I'm going to... Okay. See, that's very funny. I know, but it's I'm doing bits during note time. No, it's fine. Uh, the last thing I have to say is when you say the gypsies thing, you can say about Reddit or whatever, I thought they were all gypsies, tramps, and thieves, which is a song by Cher, which I know is way out of your age range, but... I know uh, Cher. She's the one who goes, do you believe... But do you know gypsies, tramps, and thieves? I don't it's, know gypsies, tramps. It's a song. Uh, here, everybody else talk, and I'll bring it up on the internet for him. Oh, uh, hell yeah. The, so, I've got more racism... Uh, when you say <laughs> spoken like a true white devil, speak baby boomer or Gen X. Gen X. Uh, speak so, Gen, white Gen X or what is your racism? So when you said thank the Lord, I was just stuck on which one. Ah, that is funny. Get it? Because Indian people have a lot of gods. Well, you're a piece of shit, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Virtue signaling over there. Yeah, woke-ass, white-ass ally bullshit. That is funny. Yeah. Go white people. White uh, people. And also some, White people. Something about white the Reddit. Pe- Why aren't you chanting with me? Yeah, but it, I can't go too much because I seem like a bad guy. But I guess once I say it, it's out the window. It's the cat's out of the bag. Oh, okay. uh, we're unfortunately out of time. But this was really great, and I'm so glad that everybody showed up at the end, and then at the end, Sergio got to see how the joke workshop usually works. So we're going to clap for Arjun Banerjee. So I'm playing for you right now, and we'll play on the way out, Shares, Gypsy, Tramps, and Thieves, just so that Arjun can understand what it's like to be an adult. Uh, Hey, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm old. (laughs) I didn't mean that, Arjun. I love you, and I think that your stuff about medication is very funny and very relatable. Thank you, everybody, for being here on this very small but very great joke workshop. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Bye.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would
would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen specials. Shot of Bullet Bourbon and a can of California Lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their, their variety of cheese.